Okay. And God bless. Now we're cooking with gas. Hee-hoo. You so know. we don't even need one of those soundboards. We can do all of our own. Oh, yeah, baby. We got it all. Oh, is there a horse coming through? Plum, 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 plum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounding good. Sounding good. Um, We go full Mel Blanc in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, listeners. Hey there. Extended family and friends. Mm. Aunts and uncles. Cousins. Scott- Second cousins. cousins. Even a second cousin. Hello. Um, this is FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this um, is a service industry podcast. And I don't know if you knew that, but if you don't... If you found your way here, bless your heart, you're listening to a service industry podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you might be listening to a service industry podcast. <laughs> if, if you're... you're... <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to two mouthy women whatever <laughs> oh man um how the hell are you Sullivan I'm feeling I'm feeling good um the weather's cooled down for those yes. for those in living in New York uh the past week was disgustoid real hot we went on Lillian and I on what day was that Wednesday that we went so. to we like met up in the city we dropped some supplies off at um, Radio Bonita which is doing like their free crib kind of thing that I'm sure everyone's seen online and then we walked over to Washington Square Park and it was and it was four o'clock Washington it's... Square Park there's like there are shady parts but obviously we met in the not shady part because that's like the most open space Mm-mm. Oh my god. It's like, and it was just, it was really humid too. And it was like 90 degrees. And I was just like, this. I was sweating bullets, honey. New York City in the summer is so fucked up, disgusting. I, I understand why rich people leave. I would leave if I could. It's, I mean, that's one of the re. I like, I hate Florida weather so much because you're constantly dripping and it's so yeah, fucking it's- hot. It's that, that torso drip. Oh, the torso drip. And it's like, I am always going through this where it's like, is it better to not wear a bra, which is like cooler and you get more circulation, the wind, you know, Mm -hmm. or is it better to wear a bra and soak up at least some of the under titty sweat? Yeah. And I wasn't wearing a bra on Wednesday. I'd, I'd fallen in that camp and it was like, just, I, yeah. Yeah. Chinese That's... water torture. I tell you what. <laughs> Not for me. I was loving it. But for you? <laughs> Lily was having a laugh. She was the torturer. She was a fucking torturer. Torturing yourself. She was a 19-year-old in Abu Ghraib. Yucking oh. it up. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> William doesn't edit. She was a 19-year-old in the lake. (laughs) At the beach. (laughs) Drinking a soda. Um, At church group. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe you'll finally get canceled instead of me. Oh man. Ugh. Um. Anyways, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's cooled off. We can we can get back out there comfortably. You know, a little bit more. Oh yes, so. and then there. Yeah, there. Were, I forgot that's what I was even talking about. Got so. Brought you back. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. It rained a lot, and we had a couple rainstorms, and then it's. We've had a nice ten degree drop. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God I, for that. That's thank right. God. Right, I like it. And thank God for that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How are you doing? I am okay. Um, it's a very weird, uh, the, the plague and the uprising combo and then adding in friends when we've been isolated. It's a Mm. swirling chaotic energy. And then Mm -hmm. who knows what the rules are anymore. And it's like very weird. Yeah. Um, And I'm seeing peop- my friends that I haven't seen in so long, and it's just this mixed bag of, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's obviously a wild time. Um, but I'm okay. I After I saw you when we hung out for a supply drop, mm-hmm. um, I went home on the subway, and I was drinking um, a frozen Mai Tai that we had gotten mm-hmm. at St. Mark's, which St. Mark's as we know now, epicenter of people being bad. I know, we've got it now. We've got COVID from walking down St. Mark's, which is, like, one of my favorite... I fucking love St. Mark's. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, but everyone was in the street like it was just kind of yeah. a fun fun, fun time. Yeah. Anyways, um, and I went... I took the subway home, drinking my Mai Tai. I get off at my stop, and there's just a guy having a full seizure on the platform and like two people standing above him. And I was like, I'm not, um, I'm not the person who usually like, I don't know you've been in some emergency situations before. I've seen people go over their handlebars and stuff. Yeah. Like I've seen people get doored. I've seen, I saw a girl get get hit by a car one time. Um, I'm not usually the person who goes to the, the person having the emergency. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'm the person that's like, okay, I'm going to make sure 911 is called. I'm going to like secure the scene. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Secure the perimeter. Secure the perimeter. That's me. Um, I'm a secure the perimeter kind of gal. Um, a little, a little, you know, distanced from it. Um, but, but this time it was so, um, it was so fucking visceral and, 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 and intense that I also guys, we had literally just been talking about, cause I had a seizure once when I was 25 and I came to find out that it's not, we had just been talking about, it's not unusual to have a single seizure event in your life. Yeah. And we had literally been talking about that 20 minutes ago. Yeah, 20 minutes ago, cut to me seeing a guy have a complete (laughs) full body. This is, this could be normal. I talked to my friend Kelly early. I don't know if you can hear me, but my friend Kelly says this is actually fine. You're going to be okay. It doesn't necessarily (laughs) mean anything. It happens to everybody once. Usually that's kind of statistically true. Are you okay? Um, (laughs) <laughs> but I, I bent down and I was holding him and I was like, I was like, all right, I'm the one 
you just, it's so crazy to just look around and be like, I'm the fucking adult on the scene. Do you right. know what I mean? Yes, and I was like, I do. okay, I'm calling 911. I'm cradling this guy's head. I'm calling 911. And I stayed on the phone with the medic who had to be like, ma'am, can you focus please? And I was like, okay. You're um, like, not really lady. There's a guy yeah, facing up. Kind of. And it was really crazy. And he was calling for his wife and he was giving us num. He was saying her phone number. Mm-hmm. So I had one guy like take down her phone number and call his wife. Anyways, the point is, is that I was comforting him and I had to turn him over on his side and he was seizing the entire, t- it was an extremely prolonged seizure. And I thought he was going to fucking, t- I, I yeah. thought I was going to have to like either give him CPR or like, also like, I don't know what seizures really are. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know if like, I mean, doctors don't, they don't know. Right. So I'm like, I don't know if he's going to like fucking dot, have a heart attack. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's very obviously intense. I'm freaking out. And, um, and then it was all over and, and the paramedics came and the cops came. I told you this, but the cops came right behind them. And I was like, I was like, why are the cops here? Why are they here? Like screaming to the paramedics and the paramedics were like, it's, Hey, it's just protocol. (laughs) Don't worry about it. But I was like, so the adrenaline was like so fucking keyed up. Anyways, the point is, is that I I got home and it was very intense and I thought I was going to have to watch somebody die, but sort of related to what, I don't know, but what we're going to talk about, but I just... I felt like, and not like a man's medical emergency taught me a lesson about myself. I'm going to write an essay about it on fucking whatever. But I do think that... Back to Lillian getting canceled. Yes, here we go. Always comes back. Um, But I think um, what all of, like, from COVID to now, what I think I'm learning is that I'm capable of more than I thought. And I think that, like, our roles were so tight and exhausting before and that now we're like oh like I actually can be the person yeah that is sure. is caring and holding someone and like doing that when that's like not been my brand or my personality or like whatever and now it's just we are like oh we have to like this is a true community and that's what we want and now I'm like okay like I surprised myself yeah. you know and that's like I don't know that's Lillian's lesson for the week, but yeah. Anyways, but I think he's okay. Is the good long short? No, of it, it is scary. One time I was at a restaurant as a patron, and they had to call an ambulance for another patron um, because he was just like he kept nodding off. I don't know what from. Her- I think I, yeah, I've told you the story before, but um. I don't know if from heroin or what. And he, he was sitting in a bar stool and he fell off. Anyway, they decided to call an ambulance for him and the ambulance took 15 minutes to arrive. Yeah. But literally four, I would say four cop cars. So eight cops came before that because again, yeah, it's... we're not the first day, but it's so obvious that we have way more cops than we need. If you're in New York, it's like very, very obvious yeah. that you're just like, they, why so men? Why? You? Totally. You don't have to be, a, you don't have to have any like political inclination to be like, this doesn't make sense. Like literally called an ambulance explicitly. We're like, this is for an ambulance. Yeah, totally. And eight cop. That's how fucked up the funding is. That it takes the ambulance. 
Yep. 20 minutes to get there, but you can send multiple cop cars and multiple cops. It's so nuts that that's just like you call an ambulance and the cops come. I'm like, why? Why? This guy's straight up. All I said was he's having a seizure. It's not like he's having a seizure and he has a knife to my throat. (laughs) That would be. Which would be actually very dangerous. And I would hope that, you know, someone could help me in that situation because the, you know, the knife is kind of moving around. Mm -hmm. It would be Mm -hmm. scary. Um, but yeah, it's it's very bizarre and and scary and uh, fucked up. Um, I think the EMT maybe thought I was cute, but whatever. It's not really part of the story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't know. He's like just... he was like you're so ups-. he was like it's okay. Like the, he just was calming me down because I was freaked about the cops, and he was like, you know. Anyways. Meanwhile, the guy is literally dying on the table. Cause yeah, the and I'm like, I'm like, like really worried. Pretty lady, like... don't be worried. Lillian's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, so I was kind of a hero. The guy's like, literally, like, he's like, please. Um, oh my God. Anyways, it also was cool to just, it's such a strange thing to have. Uh, I was working with two other people. We never learned each other's names. We were with this guy for like 20 minutes and then we were all just like, peace. And it's like such a funny, yeah, you know, interaction. But yeah. Also just not related to this guy, but I'm like, I should really have an Arcan. Yeah, for sure. Not that that's what was happening with this guy, but I was like, fuck. You can buy it at most pharmacies. Yeah, I just need to get some. I, I've meant to get it for so long, and why not now? Hey, why not now? Uncle not? Sam's giving us the big bucks. Might as well get yeah, a couple for, two tree for Narcans about, for about two more weeks. And then, then you're gonna be seeing these recipes for DIY Narcan. You know, just kidding. I can't wait. I can't don't, wait. Don't share those, even if they have good graphics, guys. Hey guys, don't share that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, like how, um, DIY hand sanitizer popped up. People are going to be like, if you mix with hazel and DEET or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, DEET. Uh, um, DEET. Anywho. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Goodbye. Um. Good night. Good night. Wow. That is a crazy week that you had for yourself. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just on top of, yeah, it's just, it's a lot energy, the energy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who's the blame for that? Gemini's. Oh, I thought you were like, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, there's any number of people we could blame that on. (laughs) Trump. Where are we going with this? (laughs) Um, yeah. Gemini. It's really, uh, yeah, it is our time to wreak havoc and i think we're doing a pretty good job mission accomplished <clears throat> yeah and trump's a gemini so it's his time to shine also yeah yeah um so you know shine on you crazy diamond i say to trump you say that <laughs> oh my god you step in it every time lillian This supposed leftist podcaster. Yeah. Oh my God. You go from posting about Bernie for clout. <sighs> I wish I had clout. I mean, honestly, if I had clout, you'd know it. 
think you, you have know. clout. You think I have clout? That's... Yeah, you got us two frozen uh, Aperol spritzes. <laughs> that just means I'm a drunk. I don't think that means I have clout. That's, that's a certain kind of clout. Mm. Anyways. Anyway, um, so we're talking about this week, as Lillian <laughs> previously alluded to. Um, I'm sure many of you saw, it got shared a lot, um, that we're kind of speak, beginning to speak about the, um, the efforts to feed the community. And I think we've all been moved and touched by how, um, protesters have taken care of each other. And then there, the times shared this article that was about the Sikh community in Sunnyside and how mm-hmm. they're feeding tons of people, tons of protesters. Yeah. Not just protesters, but yeah, just lots of people in the community. Um, which is obviously very cool. And it's like a a very, uh, touching thing to see for sure in my little neighborhood. Um, in my cute little neighborhood. Oh, I'm sunny side. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And I think that is, it is really cool. And it's something that I was, uh, I have not seen before is the massive amounts of people who will pull up to a march or an action or whatever, in their car that's packed full of food and water. Yeah. And just open sure. the doors and be like, what's up? Does anybody need anything? And it's like, it's, it's, it was very shocking to me. I had, I have not seen that before on that level of like, just the level you know. of care. I think yeah. immediately when images started coming out of, um, Minneapolis, it was one of the first things that I saw and I was really touched by people passing out masks at the yeah. protests and which is actually something that I saw. I was so immediately touched by it, but I also think that, um, I saw later on someone commented on someone's Instagram that was, um, a picture of people wearing masks at the protests in New York. And they were like, Oh, this is funny. I'm in Portland, which wasn't as nearly as hardly hit as New York. Um, and they were like, only about half of the people wear masks at protests. Oh, crazy. And so I was like, it was almost like more moving to me in, like in New York, they are passing out the masks at the protests, but I think most people take them to have more paper masks at home because everyone literally is wearing <laughs> right. masks. Right. But it was almost more moving to me to think of Minneapolis that people were probably beginning to move away from wearing masks and maybe had like gotten rid of them. And like, and mm-hmm. so it's like this form of community care and it is really touching yeah and i've been saying um i've been talking about this to a lot of people that i'm not an anarchist at all and i find it um not chill ideology um and but it's they're tempting me these food not bombs freaks they're they're little brain worms they're giving me i mean yeah, I used to have a big crush on an anarchist back in the day, you know, when I would dumpster dive. And I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. God, they're fucking, they're, 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 they're making their case. I'll say that <laughs> to be my boyfriend specifically. Yeah. And that's, I think what everyone really needs to focus on a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> save some energy for being Kelly's boyfriend. Yes, please. Oh, for the love of God. I come home from these protests, go to bed. Mm-mm. 
alone. It's sad. Normalize, I think we should normalize talking to Kelly at protests. Normalize talking to Kelly at protests. Normalize... You know, I you know a lot of women I mean, don't know how to take a compliment, you know, let's say that. Not what? me. You know how to take a compliment, is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Oh goes I know how to take easy. a compliment. <laughs> oh it goes down easy in the Sullivan household. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I not, literally I... What? Just saw another tweet thread where it was like women get congratulated for like having babies and i was like sorry yes that's yeah. <laughs> a pretty huge thing so why would you not be congratulated for that um and i was like not me if i ever had a baby i'd be yeah, just kind of that's me kelly's holding. kelly's miming holding a baby up simba style shaking simba the, you're shaking the baby stop shaking the baby kelly <laughs> Shaking it. Um, so it cries, so more people, it draws more eyes. You, yeah, maximum attention. Exactly, I'm pinching that little guy. <laughs> You're sticking little little safety pins in its chubby little thighs. Um, <laughs> I would never, not to my baby. I've thought about it, about your baby and me. About torturing. my I'm baby? just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. My um, swarthy little man? Well, the idea of us talking about your baby that does not exist. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, but I think the food is, is such an interesting... I mean, we've talked about, in terms of cults, why people use food to um, reach people and how that's, like, such a... Yeah. It builds such a strong bond. Yes. Oh, that was when I loved that episode. Talking about cults? Yeah. That's an OG. Yeah. Early days. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Um, Folks, go back in the archives. If you don't want to listen to this, just go listen to us when we were talking about cults and... Father Yod. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good memory. I I, I don't remember anything, like, 20 minutes after I've said it, so... Um, Yeah, I think... And I think, too, it's really interesting, the overlap of, of COVID and then this this moment of of protesting and uprising and 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 that food is such a huge aspect of both and at the same time it's it's just like it's a big deal and i think a lot of people you know food insecurity is always an issue and um and it, and then covid really made that very very clear absolutely and um and i think people are kind of I think these images and, and seeing each other out and like being around, I think that, you know, honestly, like being around strangers, being like shoulder to shoulder with strangers really does something special. And I think like, that's part of the reason why I like living in a city is that you're like around people and you just develop, I don't know. I think it's just a a certain thing that develops in you when you are around strangers. And then now it's like strangers who are, ostensibly coming together for something that we all believe in and that is like a very special relationship and you want to like and to nurture each other through that is is very tender and powerful for sure and i think like um especially for young people like understanding that um you have to that like the materiality of the way that you show up for another person is like what is impactful and meaningful. And I think like, 
um, I feel like in a weird way, like, I think especially like older millennials, it's sort of like a lost generation of like protesting and like, you know, cause like between the, the response to the Iraq war protests were like so intense and then they fucking really came down on Occupy and yeah. really fucked that up. And mm-hmm. and then obviously the earliest organizers of Black Lives Matter have been like, yeah, completely killed. Um, yes. And so I feel like there is like sort of a, maybe not just millennials, but there's like sort of a, it's like hard to hand down knowledge in this, in this. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, environment because the government keeps crushing every protest movement, literally murdering people, yeah, killing the leaders of it. Um, and there's not, I mean, this is like, yeah, the boom, a lot of, I don't see a ton of boomers out, but you know, actually, the boomers I do see are mostly like super old dudes with like curly gray ponytails, and I don't want to ask them anything. You know, I don't really <laughs> want to talk to them. I'm not gonna be asking you about your experience because I don't really want to talk to you. So, um, yeah, yeah, um, and I think this is like a new uh, a new way that we're interacting with each other, which is yeah, really, really cool to watch. Yeah, I just think it's cool to like that these kids are growing up and their their like first exposure to protesting is like that it's accompanied like all of the protests are accompanied by such a strong support network and a material support network mm-hmm. and they're like that's what that means to them forever. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And also related to the Sikhs, that's why I've always been well, I myself am not a religious person. I've always been a big advocate of keeping um, like churches in our communities. And I've never been the kind of leftist who's like trying to stamp that out. Sure. Um, And I think like a huge part of that is about being a place to pass down knowledge. That's Mm -hmm. not um, like academicized. Yeah. Not like fucking ivory tower protecting power that it can be like, um, a place to, you know, speak truth to power. Absolutely. And I mean, for a lot of faiths, like community service and like being generous and giving and like equality and all of those things are so important. And, um, like you're like your Catholics, you're, you're good part of Catholics. We've got the, yeah. the, I forget what they're called. The, I don't know. Someone explained it to me one time, but I mean, that's what like my mom was always like, you know, I, I'm from, unfortunately from like actual atheist since I was a kid, but, um, she was always like, she liked, she liked some of the Catholics because of that, the charity aspect of it. For Even sure. Though, you know, I think that that is something that not a lot of, uh, I mean, that's not true. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I just think it's like, if, if you're going to be that, if you're going to be like, this is like something that is a huge part of my life. And then also be like, and this is the service that I want to give to my community. Like that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. My friends, sure. my friends, they saw and Joel the, Olstein. Did you see that? Joel Olstein at a black no. lives matter. March. Wow. You get all the, I got my, I got fingers in every pot, you know, <laughs> uh, which I was very surprised by because he's famously not let, uh, you know, the victims of, uh, hurricanes into his church. I said, 
You don't is think he, anyone's he's life a, matters. He's the guy with the teeth. Oh, he's got big old the teeth. Big old teeth. I'm so fascinated by like men's veneer culture. It's like yeah, oh my it's God. very weird and not talked about enough. Um, men's veneer culture. I'm specifically. I I really want to know um, because obviously in like England and the British Isles, the whole United Kingdom, um, they don't really do braces. But so many people have veneer, like regular people, not like just TV people. And by regular, not TV people, I mean people who go on Love Island. So grain of salt. But <laughs> yeah, um, that's your <laughs> that's your survey. Uh, yeah, population. but they're, they're just like young guys, like twenty-two year olds who have veneers. I think I've said this before, but I've seen what your teeth have to look like under veneers. <gasps> And folks, it's gremlin points. It's, it's little scary. shaved down gremlin points. And that's what they had to do to your teeth. It's so scary. Martin Sheen, I'm looking at you, bub. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and so that's really interesting to me. How did that, like, how did in England they were like, yeah, we're not going to like commonly have braces, but veneers, fine. It seems like easier. I bet you it's cheaper. Maybe. That's yeah. the Gen Z option, I bet you. I bet you're right. I have I mean, braces. A w- um, yeah, I feel like everybody had braces. Did you? No. See? But I got good teeth. Kelly just dropped her phone. She's upset. Um, <laughs> I was so shocked to hear you say that. <laughs> that's no, like one of the, that's one of those annoying people that's like, actually, like, I've never had braces and then cue everyone being like, but your teeth are so pretty, you know, kind of a fun thing. Um, don't which know that you, party trick. Well, <laughs> you do now. Um, I'm going to start saying it. I never had braces. Oh yeah. I mean the attention that you reap from that simple statement, I can't, I can't express. Um, I did. I had, I had hideous teeth. It would be, it would be you, you probably wouldn't speak to me if I had not. Corrected. I probably wouldn't have moved to New York, truth be told. Yeah, you shouldn't have. Um, I would not advocate you moving to New York. You gotta have something to bring to the table, you know? If I had, um, if I still had my big chompers? I don't know. Who, who's to say? Who's to say? That's the butterfly effect of our friendship. <laughs> Go back in time, don't get braces, see what happens. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyways, food. Food. Um, yeah, so it's hard. I got super moved. I think last weekend was like the nadir of my belief in anarchism. Um, nadir for me personally, if you're an anarchist, good for you. Um, sure, sure. Um, it's not for me. Um, and I was like, we can take care of each other. We have everything we need. And then I was like, hospitals i had to remember about hospitals oh, fuck. 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 we fuck, need fuck, the state fuck. what's going on um this is sort of related but the you know the um autonomous zone or whatever in seattle mm-hmm. i saw i saw yeah i saw somebody i don't know if i texted you this but i saw somebody referred to them as funky little pinkos and i was you like i'm fucking dying over someone being like the person was like you know what let's not be too cynical let's let those funky little pinkos have their 
had have their, their fun, day. You know, and I was like, I I am taking that phrase because that is so funny and that is That's what I wanna be. That's how I want to be read in this world. Really? Yeah. A funky pink. What do you want to be read Funky? As? I don't see you as a funky. I don't know anymore. You don't see me as funky? I feel I like I'm fun and funky. I think funky is kind of a, like your stepmom who wears like a Coca Pelli shirt. I think that's, that's. I know, but I've been getting into tie dye recently. <laughs> Look, God. looky here. You are very close. Did you make that? No, God, no. Oh. Um, I just getting held up a getting sweater. getting into tie dye means buying a tie dye sweatshirt. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is Lauren's. This isn't even mine. Oh, okay. Okay. I borrowed it though. Um. <clears throat> no, you're not. Nobody's funky is not. And I've been thinking about doing that turmeric tie dye, but I haven't really gotten it together. Yet. I will say this about the turmeric tie dye. Um, it doesn't really work. I mean, it does work, but you can't wash it ever with anything not even like a hand wash you can try i think it just bleeds maybe i did it wrong huh Any and you did the vinegar to set it or whatever i did yeah huh but that was early core you know i wasn't really saying i need to put all of my attention look into how something. it's changed you and look how it's look, changed you tried to save a man's life let's say i did save a man's life kelly well i'm just i'm Okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, he did he did get medical treatment. It's true. I didn't administer it to him, but I, I turned you him You assisted. You facilitated. You did I the... Facil- I did, yeah. Like, um, you passed the ball and they dribble down the court. <laughs> Sports metaphors alienate women, <laughs> Kelly. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the other day we were talking did we say this on the podcast it just made me laugh know. when we did the roni patreon and people were like we really like this and we were like we need to do more content for girls like people, <laughs> we people love it and then we were like what do girls like we couldn't we I, could not think it of was, any other thing it was so funny because i was like i was like i mean i guess we like i don't know what what our content's really geared towards and then i was like it's conspiracies aliens <laughs> west wing um and like for the biggest loser men in the exactly i was like and it's not an intentional thing and i'm just like we've been ignoring our our girl base yeah we have been ignoring the girl base but we get we then (gasps) what for the for the listeners i don't sorry (laughs) i saw allison roman at a march that was not only a regular regular march organized by a communist collective in Crown Heights. She was at the Communist March? Yeah, baby. I, so a friend of ours took a stealth picture of Allison Roman at this march. Maybe we'll include it in the Patreon content for you guys. Um, sure. no, that's so demented. I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but in that picture is my friend's boyfriend. And he. I showed him the picture. I was like, check it out. And then he was like, that's my boyfriend. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like with Allison Roman? I was like, this teeny little world, you know, this, this little, little world. green globe we're living on. Um, yes, Allison Roman. Did you, how did she seem? Was she carrying around her copy of So You Want to Talk About Race? Yeah, literally. She was carrying around <laughs> bell hooks all about love. <laughs> She's like, has anyone read Sisters of the Yam? I'm just kind of. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, <clears throat> No, she seemed all right. Good for her. Good for her. She's leaving the house. Good for her. 
good for her. I'm glad she's rehabilitating. Um, <laughs> you know what? She really is. If if she can come back from her canceling, you can come back from yours, Devane. Thank you so much. I mean, thank you. Brings me hope. She was seen without a mask, folks. <sighs> okay. I <laughs> I got a drink. I took the mask down for a second to sip out of it, and a cool dog came up to me. And with, cool I did, I didn't put the mask back up before I petted this the dog. This dog with really good vibes. The dog had excellent vibes, and I was like, I just need to kind of ruffle it a little bit. And then my friend happened to get the exact moment of me petting a dog without a mask on. It looked like I was caution to the wind. Sure. Anyways, there's just always something, you know? They're watching. They're watching. <sighs> I know. Micro canceling. That's my new. I'm gonna write about it. Oh, my! I feel like that. It, you should write about that. I'm not gonna do that. But um, micro canceling is real. And I mean, I feel like micro canceling is like because it's been so like. Um, no one has a desire, and maybe this maybe this moment will change that, but no one has a desire to educate others or themselves anymore, and we're all coming to each other with our least charitable impulses. So I feel like yeah. it really, it like, instead of just being like, hey, you know, COVID's still... Oh, also last night I went to the liquor store, and this guy fully just drinking a bottle of Hennessy, no mask on, <laughs> and he's like, you know COVID's over, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Straight up didn't understand him at first. I was like, what? And he was like, it's over. It's over. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, you know, you wear the mask. It's really not to protect yourself. It's for other people. And he's like, so you have it? I was like, well, you just said it was over. So, no. Impossible for me not to have pos- it. Literally impossible. I mean, we. I'm sure by the time next week or the week after rolls around, we'll have stuff to talk about as far as how restaurant reopening is going or partial reopening. Um, which is all very sinister and so fucking scary and uh, should not be happening, as we all know. No. Um, Decidedly we'll, not. <sighs> except according to this one guy in the liquor store. Well, yeah. We'll we'll have him on kind of one side <laughs> we'll of the panel. On the we'll panel. Have we'll have him call in. <laughs> we'll have him call in. I mean, I wish COVID was over. I'm not going to be able to see my dad for like five years. Oh, for sure not. Um, he also then, when I was leaving, he was like, make sure you wipe down the bottle. I was like, bruh, this guy's a lot of mixed messages. A lot of mixed messages. You gotta stick to one theory. Stick with one, you know, either it's over and they're, you know what I mean? Or it's not, it's like. I do need, I need to get tested. I think I'm going to go on Tuesday. I don't. I here's my one thing I can't get a needle on the top of my hand I don't think you have to well sometimes they take blood like I'll get my blood taken from my arm or from is it a blood test well for for antibodies it's a blood test oh I'm not doing antibodies I don't care about antibodies I just want to know if I have it well I want to know I want both oh I don't care if I've had it in the past because I survived it and I'm fucking badass baby well, that's the thing you want to know for sure. Oh. So I guess I don't could... really know why. Wait, why do I want to know? I mean, there are some instances of people getting reinfected, but for the most part, if you have the antibodies, then you can kind of 
relax personally about feeling the fear of getting COVID. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. So, not that it would really change your actions, but, like, you okay. could at least feel a little bit more calm. Okay. I got it. Um, I guess I did not understand that. I was like, why do you need to know if you had it? If you had it, you survived, you're fine. Right. That's from the mentality I was going with. But I just want to test and see if I have it now because I've been out every goddamn day. Yeah, I know, same. It's fuck. I'm like, am I just fucking dumb as hell? No. Um, whatever. I mean, everyone's wearing a mask and we're all outside. It's pretty low. Uh, transmission rates. So. Um... I know, Anyways. but these fucking police officers, that's who we need well, to Well, I know. Them. Yeah, I know, totally. It's fucking, they're fucking disgusting. They're disgusting. I could see them, like, you know when you can see them, like, mocking you? It's just like... Oh, they did it. do something funny to my friend, and I was like, okay, in their defense, that was funny. <laughs> what they do? <laughs> it was like, this was when curfew was, like, going on. And uh-huh. what happened was... There was, like, a specific, like, break the curfew action happening at Barclays. Yeah. And curfew was at 8 o'clock, and I'm just dumb, so I went to Barclays at 8 o'clock, but it, (laughs) they began to march, so they couldn't be mass arrested at 8 o'clock, so they had already (laughs) left by 8 o'clock, which is, like, good, thank God the organizers are smarter than me, because I literally walked down at 7.55, I'm like, here I go! Right, right. And it's me and two friends, and it's all of the cops that are still at Barclays, and if you went during curfew, it was, like, very crazy. And then just the three of us. (laughs) And I was like, it's 7.50, I was like, we need to go. Like, I was like, this isn't, like, this isn't a meaningful protest, the three of us standing here and 300 cops. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, let's just go. We can either try to find the march, or we can just go home. Like, I was like, we fucked up. We're stupid. And then my friend was like, okay, you're right. But then they were like, like gave the, like the double bird to the cops and the cops just went, Oh, and I was like, that is funny. Tough guy. Okay. Oh, tough guy. I was like, hey. Yeah. But God um, damn it. That was a, you know, a rare instance of me being as stupid as the police. Um, well, something we can kind of argue. Um, just kidding. (laughs) Um, well, I don't think we really talked about anything, but we have been talking for 42 minutes, so. Whatever, you guys get what we're talking about. It's cool to see the community (laughs) taking care of each other and through food. And that's, that's the ideal end goal anyways. Yeah, and also I think it's, um, you know, I mean, obviously restaurants are going to change and the way we share food and come together over food is going to change and we're going to have to be borrowing from other models and maybe it's going to be Food Not Bombs, just a bunch of vegan slop being given out at a public park once a week. That makes me sad. Um, I will say this too. You know what I think is fucked up? How many restaurants are not open for protesters? Yeah, um, I know Open Your Lobbies is doing god's work kind of saying who has places you can pee at but i have a really small bladder and a lot of anxiety around peeing not enough open bathrooms for my taste nope so i would really appreciate if all these woke 
restaurants could fucking maybe unlock the doors of your empty restaurant and let people come in and wash their fucking hands Take a the fucking bathroom. leak. Ridiculous. I'm not going to become like a registered sex offender because I had to fucking pee at a protest. It's ridiculous. It's I'm the worst part. It. It's I'm the worst part. It. I no, I mean, it. I do. I do. But I'm like, oh, this would be so embarrassing if this is how I got... I would lie. I would lie for you, obviously. Thank you. If you got arrested for peeing at a protest, I would be like, she spat in a cop's face. It was fucking fucking... unreal. I can't even believe she did that. And then I would have you hit me in the face and I'd be like, and they were so rough. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh my God. Thank you for that. That's solidarity. And then we would do, then the cops would come out. They'd be like, no, she was just peeing. And then we'd do a Gia Tolentino and we'd say... Oh, so you want to believe... Oh, so I'm sorry. All of a sudden, we believe the cops. (laughs) Call me crazy, but I'm not going to take the cops' word over a woman's word. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. And if you believe the cops, you are a cop. (laughs) They're like, she peed. She peed. I don't know what to say. She Um, peed. (laughs) Oh my god. Our new world. Our new world. Mm, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for jobs, but... If you have any ideas... Yeah, if you guys have a way of me making $800 a week, please let me know. Yeah. Go on. That's really my minimum at the moment. Go on. I don't know, um, I feel like you have a lot of like little dainty skills. Nothing that's going to rake in... I can't be sloppily embroidering stuff for $800. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could try. I guess it's worth a shot. Um, well, maybe now... Well, I don't know. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about all the Bon Appetit drum. Oh yeah, fuck. Whatever. You guys know Whatever. what happened. I I feel lucky that I did not um, emotionally attach myself to the Bon Appetit test kitchen, so I'm watching from afar. Oh, I kind of did, but maybe maybe we could do like a maybe we'll do a bonus app or something. We could do a short one to talk about. Yeah, because this one is this one. You don't need it. You don't need that in addition to the mindless ramblings that have happened today. We haven't. Yeah, I mean, you guys get it. I mean, Hopefully. I also listened to a, a call her daddy explainer recently. So if you guys want to know about that stuff, I know now. Okay. 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 Yeah, the food media world has really been shaken up this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways. Um, okay. Well, we don't have any new patrons this week, unsurprising. Um, haven't and... been churning out the quality content lately, but we thank you all for listening. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll throw out that pic of Allison Roman on the Patreon, you know? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Violate her privacy. I don't give a fuck. This is so funny. This is how... This is, That's another cancelable action. Um, which... Bring it on, baby. Um, thanks for listening, and please stay safe, and take care of yourself. Yep. And take we a shower. We love you guys. T- take a shower. We love you. Okay, my funky little pinkos. <laughs> <laughs>